science and technology. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Tech Garage. I'm Zach Teamy, And I'm Matt Bond. And uh, it's been a couple whiles. Yeah, we uh, uh, we were really definite on our last podcast that we were going to be uh, way more serious about getting these out regularly. And we were going to get right on top of it. And uh, well... I'm glad we succeeded at that. Yeah. Now, we did say episode 34, but the uh, secret here is that there was actually 40 episodes between episode 33 and now. Um, but due to some kind of weird time issue, uh, like... The These are like the lost uh, Doctor Who episodes, basically. So exactly. what's going to happen is you're going to find them somewhere in uh, Africa. Yeah, exactly. Uh, There's a little tiny now. place that was redistributing our podcast. And in another 50 years, those episodes will come to light. Everybody will be super stoked. Yeah. So and they'll be very topical. The lost like, episodes. Yeah. It'll yeah. be just like watching Murphy Brown. So hey, I, by the way, have you tried to watch Murphy Brown lately? I, no, I didn't, no, well, I didn't watch it before. It. <laughs> I didn't watch it before because... So, uh, wow. We, I, you know what? I, I think I, I know we got some topics there. I think we should carry on the conversation we were just having, though, uh, about your comic collection. Well, before we get to our comic co- or my comic collection, let's talk about a brand new thing for our show. Oh, what's that? We now officially have a sponsor. Ooh, wait, who's that? Audible. So, um, I have a whole welcome pack that explains to me how these. Uh, uh, intro bumps in selling Audible is supposed to go. Oh, right. So we're supposed to... So uh, am I doing a good job of pretending like I don't know what you're talking about? Exactly. Okay, good. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take that and throw it out. Okay. Everything that I'm going to say now is actually my actual opinion. And okay. then we'll do the uh, like uh, Addy part later. Uh, I have been using Audible for a long time. I've been a subscriber. Um, I've bought individual books. Audible is great if you're going on a car trip. Like, yeah. hands down, no questions asked. There's plenty of books that both you and the wife can enjoy. Um, Probably not me and my wife. We have completely different tastes. Correct. But if you love procedural crop dramas... Do not. They even have castle audiobooks, which, for those uh, of you playing at home, makes my wife happy. <laughs> have you... That, yep. I've heard? listened to, like, two of them. And the funny thing is, it's not a castle episode, because Castle is an author in the show, it's actually one of his books that he wrote that they're reenacting that just happens uh, to have these similar prototypical characters that are in the main show. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I've never actually seen an episode of Castle. So let me back up here. Hold Castle's on. Nathan Let, Fillion, right? Correct. And Castle on the show is an author? Correct. In a cough drama? Yes. But what's he doing? So let's finish the audible bump. Oh, and right, then right, we right. will do that. Right. So... We'll talk Nathan Fillion in like 10 seconds. Everybody start a countdown in your head. Uh, but yes, audible.com. Uh, if you would like to help us out a little bit, go to audibletrial.com slash techgarage and buy a book, sign up for uh, your first 30-day free trial. You can download a book automatically there. What was that URL again? audibletrial.com slash techgarage. All right, I think I got it. Okay, now that we've gotten the money-making part of the day out of the way, let's jump back into Nathan Fillion talk. Right. So okay. So, so when I when I hang on a second, let me get this straight. So so that's what the TV show Castle is is like a, a, an author. Correct. So like uh, in in the TV show, like the guy Nathan on Magnum PI. Correct. He plays Richard Castle. Okay. A author. Okay. Who has written a number of books in the kind of Jason Bourne style area, right? Okay. And he I, now meets a cop. Uh, her name's Kate. 
and she's played by Stan Akadic. Yeah, that's right. I know. I know these kind of things. Um, and he is her muse. So he talks the mayor into letting him go on ride-alongs with her so that he can uh, write a book about her. Okay, I got all of that now. Uh, now you're going to a little too slow for me because I want to catch back up. Now, the, there's this TV show with, with Nathan Fillion, who's awesome. Yep. But a TV show that's relatively so crappy that I haven't decided to watch it yet. Uh, and that TV show, though, has spawned a series of books written by the fake author. Correct. On the show. They were written by Richard Castle. And you've listened to those books on audible.com. Yes, I have. Ah, uh, huh. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, the funny thing is, is the books are actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was surprised. I expected them to be uh, like just horrible, but they were actually really good. Did you, was there like an actual author on, like, like okay, so this is written by Richard Castle, but if he you, doesn't actually exist. If you went to the links on the book, it had like actual Richard <laughs> Castle bio and everything. I'm sure it was ghostwritten by somebody. I think it's on ABC. Right. right so like right. one of their staff writers, they said, hey, we need you to bust out this book. Here's the genre. Here's the style. Ready, set, go. How bad would it suck, though, to be like this guy who wrote a good, all right, I can write a good book. And then like, I don't even get my name on the goddamn book that I wrote. So let's go ahead and jump into literary talk. Um, you know, because I know I've talked to you about this before, I don't believe it's been on the podcast because it's not really um, technology-related. However, uh, the Nancy Drew books and the Hardy Boys books yeah. were written the same way. They got a stable of authors together, and they cranked that shit out like yeah, nobody's yeah, business. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if if we want to have Literary Talk podcast someday, I believe there will be the... Uh, the Nonversation podcast with, with Ryan and Toby correct could become the literary podcast because those guys... So Matt and I have been insane. talking about any number of things. We've got our fitness podcast coming out soon. Um, we're actually standing in our recording studio with the green screen prepped and ready for that. Um, but we've also been talking other conver- other uh, podcasts we could be doing. Nonversation is one of them. We have a couple of friends that are... Uh, um, nonversationalists. Nonversationalists, Yes. So we just kind of want to get them together in a room and see what happens because we've been there at lunch and just been like, wow, I thought I was a nerd. Yeah. And shit, these guys left me in their dust. I don't know if we can make it a series. What we may want to do is just like record those guys talking and then just throw it in as a special episode of the Tech Garage. So A, here's how I think we do this. We should do it like serial where we just make 13 episodes. We throw them a topic. We're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, this is actually show planning for a show that you're not even listening to. This is great fucking radio. I'm glad today is the first yeah. day we've had sponsors. Should <laughs> we? Should we? Can we? Can we get a sponsor on that? Can we? Like, would we? Because I don't think we can get them to talk about it. We may have to edit it in with yeah, me yeah, and yeah. you saying, "Hey, this was uh, 30 minutes of Ryan and Toby talking in depth about um, Blood Meridian." Thank and, you for listening uh, and coming up this week yeah. on the podcast. We're going to uh, be having uh, Toby Betts and uh, Ryan discuss some of the burning topics that are alive and well in today's society. Yeah. Starting with Dune. That's fascinating. Oh, they will go <laughs> on about Dune. Too. Oh, I know they will. Um, oh, God. Okay. We we should get off this. And then we, we put in a bump there. And we, we bump in some uh, audible.com uh, yeah. references. And then we, and then we just... Edit in with them talking, and then we we could cut it. We cut it in fifteen minute chunks, and people are going like, "Oh my god, these guys!" And I think really talk about nothing. I think the best thing after that is after we air the initial episodes, 
we then air the same episode, but with you and I commenting the whole time on their conversation. Oh, my God. So folks can listen idea. along yeah, yeah. and have, um, it's kind of like Mystery Science Theater 3000 meets uh, behind the actor's studio. Do you think, like, we, could we just talk over them or would we have to pause, do you think? Well, I think we could actually do a track and we just tell people, okay, so here's the thing. Start the first one now and hit play on ours. <laughs> so they can listen to both of them at the same time. Uh, that's... Super low tech. I think we can. I think we can, we, can do we might be able to do better. Let's yeah. let's talk about that a little bit. All right. So back to the show, which we decided was going to be quick, efficient, and tight today, and right. we are rocking that because I got a pack. So let's jump to our very first topic of the day in like months. I don't remember what that is, and I wrote it down. We're going to talk about something that we've actually been using to try and keep us um, organized. Oh yeah, I know what Slack dot com. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, Matt and I do a bunch of other things other than just this podcast, which comes out with such regularity that it's shocking it's not done by machines. Yeah. Unfortunately, the other stuff that we're working on doesn't come out any more regularly. Uh, somewhat less regularly. Yeah. So we've been working on a video game. Uh, we have a bunch of other video game ideas that we have. We have some other business ideas. And we were having a hard time just between the two of us staying in sync, making sure that the articles that I found on how to do um, cool stuff in Git, Matt could um, have access to quickly and easily. Um, a place to basically just store all of our ideas, make it searchable, make it easy, and uh, you know have one central location. We tried doing an email, but I suck at email. Yeah, and then you like, I get other crap in my email too. I mean, there's all these. Uh, apparently, every hot young slut knows that I need uh, more hair or something. Yeah, and I get a lot of emails about that. Huh. Well, you yeah. should. Well, that then clogs in, and then I, it mixes in we'll, with the We'll talk from later Zach. about how rules are created, and oh, you right. can clean that up. But so, basically, what Slack is, is it's an online service that you can use to store messages. You can write docs, put them up there. You can share links to uh, Dropbox, sorted other places on the cloud. And it acts as a central repository with basically, you can subscribe to channels. We have a channel for our video game. We have a channel for the podcast. We have a couple of just general idea podcasts. We have a coaching thing. And as we're going through our day and we're like, oh, hey, I need to do this for the tech garage. We jump from our phones because it has uh, iPhone apps. It's got Android apps. There's a web UI that works on the Windows phone. Uh, actually, I have an app on the Windows phone. Oh, you even have an app on the Windows phone. I don't believe it's an official app. There's a, uh, you know, somebody wrote an app for it. Okay. But basically, you can just sit there. From your phone, click into whatever channel you need, post a message, and boom. It's what's, stored and recorded forever. You can ser- The search is phenomenal. Right. So what's nice is like this week when, when I uh, texted you my idea for um, Powerline Trolley. Uh, We're still working on the name. Yeah. I, I then was able to just jump in and go like, oh, yeah, uh, Powerline Trolley. Write it down. So for later, when a month from now, I've completely forgotten about this idea. We go, hey, what should we work on next? Yep. It's there for quick reference and go, oh, yeah, hey, wait, I wrote, I wrote this down like back in uh, July. And oh, yeah, we should, we should come back to that. Yeah. So if you're on a team, you know, or you work with other humans and you need some way to kind of keep all of your communications open uh, and easy to find, like, I, I don't know about you, Matt, but um, I know there's a number of times at my real job where I'm like, hey, Ron, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to send a mail to the team about that. And then I forget to. Because I already talked to Ron, and he's going to go take care of it, la-di-da, right? Yeah. If I just posted that in Slack, everybody gets a little notification, oh, this channel's updated, here's a message from Zach, here's what you need to know, or here's a link to the doc, or whatever. Have a nice day. Yep, yep. So, go use Slack, it's badass. 
And th- one of the neat things about Slack is they do have kind of a uh, oh, there's a Slack podcast. <laughs> I started listening to it this week. It is awesome. I think I listened to the first four episodes. Uh, it seems that the goal they have over at Slack is to make work fun again. Yeah. So that we can stop spending all of our time sorting through emails or going through SharePoint sites that we can just get the information we need quickly. And their podcast is done with a kind of tongue-in-cheek, fun feel to it. Like, they did a serious expose on a problem that's plaguing the nation. Men who only wear shorts. Uh, as I look at Matt over there, who's uh, wearing shorts. What are you wearing? Short pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, so yeah, check them out, slack.com. Um, let's see. Oh, the other thing that we've been using for yes. our... Uh, for our tracking video game of, that we're tracking building. of our, our bugs and our and, and the work we want to do on the video game. Yeah, so for the video game, we've obviously been using Git as our source control. It's got a little issues section where you can post bugs, uh, features, assorted other things you need to get done. And we found ourselves, you know, doing a pretty good job of logging the bugs. Right. We were doing a very bad job of using labels or any kind of organization or even knowing who was working on what when. Well, and I think the. Uh, GitHub has some nice like command line ways to to write. Hey, I got an issue and, and do this stuff. But the presentation on it uh, leaves in GitHub, a bit to be desired. Yeah, is is a little bit. So what we found is Waffle.io. What Waffle.io is is it's basically a Kanban board that shows you work that needs to be done, work that's in progress, work that's done, work that is uh, uh, whatever the other level of Kanban board is. I'm blanking on it right to now. To do later backlog. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, you can quickly get, you can link it up to your GitHub account so it has access to your issues. You can quickly see all of the issues you have. You can tag them for different milestones. You can assign them to users and you can drag and drop them very quickly and very easily. We've actually been using it pretty religiously and it makes so much of a difference on our issues and tasks. Yeah, and I, I have to say, so like in my real job, we use another Kanban board with in Visual Studios and yep. which is, Anybody can use and very similar and very similar. Uh, I think I like Waffle better. It feel it felt it feels faster and easier to do. Like when we sat down and, and prioritized our stuff uh, last week and yep. added new issues and and went down through the list. It felt really easy, right? It didn't feel like you had to struggle to go like, hey, what should I put this on now? Now we're not doing nearly as advanced project as we are yeah. in our real jobs, so that th- there's a a scale and a scope thing there but for well, for think, the project size that we're doing i think i would much prefer using waffle just because of the simplicity on it yeah and i think there's a couple of differences between the vso implementation and the waffle implementation like the waffle implementation is heavily javascript based it does a bunch of asynchronous stuff so as i change things on the page it fires off a hey update me in the background and on visual studio's web interface i don't know what technology it, they're using i assume it's javascript as well but yeah, i think they're it's, going it's, through a fair amount more authentication and um, some probably much more uh, complicated APIs. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I, on the, the Kanban board in Visual Studio, it's fairly fast to drag and drop and move things around. It's, it's there's more... All, there's some usability gaps, though. I'm, and that's I, really what my I, issue I, is. I don't want to trash talk uh, Visual Studio because I actually really dig Visual Studio. No, it's, it's good. It's good. And I'm, and I'm not uh, saying it's bad at all. I, I just felt like when I create a new issue, and it, the the simplicity of Waffle yeah. is, I think, what I really like. Well, today, when I was adjusting some work items in our Kanban board at work through Visual Studio, I uh, clicked on a task that should be assigned to, like, Mike. So I clicked the drop down for assigned to. 
I started typing in Mike, and um, his name is, you know, his first and last name. So I was, because there's a lot of Mikes. Yeah. So I typed Mike space. Uh, the space didn't actually act as a space, it acted as select active um, ah, person. Weird. So the yeah. uh, task then went. Boop, gone and i was like wait where the fuck did it go <laughs> I don't know. Um, which mic did this get assigned to which mic did it get assigned to is it a mic that's even on this team and where did the task end up yeah now now to be and again i i, I don't think waffle could scale to thousands of users i don't know it, it might, might but don't know. It, yeah but uh, if you have a small project that you're using already using github for all of your issues take a look at waffle io it act it's free yeah. it's really cool it's really cool it's really fast and we've used it to uh great measure to and get to just get our shit in order um, so, oh and one thing that i forgot actually to mention is uh and we're going to jump back to slack here quickly slack has a bunch of integrations so it can integrate with things so as i do commits into github and i like you know push my uh changes up into the repo it can log to a channel and say hey zach updated the repo here's the you know here's the link here's what he did yeah, or as I move issues around, I close out issues, it posts to the channel. So you kind of get a real-time feel for what's actually going on with the project. Yeah. Like if you go on vacation for a week, you can come back in and just kind of scroll through and see what happened. Can it tell me that Zach edited the menu stuff but didn't actually playtest it at all? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, cool. I don't think it can. Here's the thing that I'm surprised about on you giving me grief for that. <laughs> you haven't even installed that build yet. Uh yeah I haven't no I've been totally slacking <laughs> You're like a month I've been and totally slacking on, on that project for a while and it's my fault yeah hmm okay yeah that was fun uh moving on so uh one of the things we talk about fairly regularly on this show and Matt wanted to get back to this like two two or three uh, topics ago but right before we started the show Matt was digging through my uh, comic book box that I have out here in the garage. And I was giving him grief for handling comics without, you know, being careful. Right. And he was well, like, yeah, but this is a bullshit piece of crap comic. So, Nobody's going to pay any money so for this. So, A, it's, it's Exo Man War Chromium cover number zero. Uh, which, which we all know from the 90s. Chromium covers was, are worth nothing now, yeah. right? Anything that came out of Chromium cover, there was 5 million copies printed and they weren't Everybody saved them. Everybody treated them well. Additionally, with me maybe not, you know, washing my hands before I picked it up. The fucking comic's not in a bag. It doesn't have a backer board. It's just loose in the box. Again, my fault. Yeah. The, uh, the theme of the episode is Blame Zach. <laughs> so we're going to actually name the episode Blame, Blame Zach. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I didn't feel I needed to put on gloves before I handled it as a result of its current storage methodology. <laughs> Dude, the garage is heated and climate controlled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, they're not yellowing or anything. Don't get me wrong. I was saying it's like... <laughs> So you said you had comments there. on that, and I cut you off to do the Audible commercial. So. Oh, I just thought it was... So, So uh, A, I find your, your story of how you got those comics a little bit entertaining. Oh, okay. So um, back in the day, I want to say it was early 2000s, right? I was living in Pacific, Washington. Um, I was uh, living in an apartment complex, and I was coming home one night about 11, 12 o'clock at night, and I go to pull into my parking spot, and there's this just absolutely trashed-as-fuck car there. It looks like the kind of thing that, uh, you know, is a little uh, two-door coupe with a hatchback on it. Like a, maybe a shitty Ford Focus or a Escort? Yeah, something like that. And it was beat to hell. The The, the windows were busted out. The, uh, um, the Like, everything was crunched. It looked like some kid got in an accident, didn't know what to do, ditched his fucking car. Yeah. So I was annoyed. I was like, oh, my God, this is 
appalling. Ah, okay, fine, whatever. I'm going to go park somewhere else, park somewhere else when I went to bed. Woke up the next day. The car was still in the goddamn spot. I talked to my roommate, actually, at the time. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but I saw a kid in there last night, and he was sitting there basically, like, not crying, but seconds away from falling apart. And so, yeah, I just kind of ignored him and went home. Okay, all right, whatever. Three days later, fucking thing's still in my spot. So I'm like, I'm going to call the landlord and uh, and get him to tow that so right. I have get, my spot Get back. it out of there, yeah. As I'm walking by, I'm like, I can't believe this goddamn... Ooh, hold on. There's comics in the back. <laughs> so I grabbed two boxes of comics. There's this is, box here and is, that box right there. Is that um, the actual box they were in? That's like, the box they're in. Like, I, honestly, I don't even know what's in there. Wait, I you, haven't looked at those since I picked them up. So wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been lugging these around for like 10, 15 years. So hey, hey, let me get this straight. You swiped the, uh, the boxes of comics no, 15 no, years ago. No, no, I didn't ago. swipe them. I acquired of, them. They were just They were left. abandoned. They were the abandoned. The same as the car, the comics had been abandoned. Yeah, like right? if the car was something that I might be interested in, I would have taken it too. Right, so you swiped the comics out of an abandoned car. And I, you I brought gone, them safely home. <laughs> and you haven't actually gone through them all yet, ever? Like so, you don't even know what's in there? I think one day I started going through the small box, and I was like, shit, 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 fuck, I'm done. Wow. <laughs> Like, uh, there might be something in there that's worth something, but I, I don't, like, eh. Yeah. So the other thing that kind of am- amazed me was I, I made a smart-ass comment about, yeah, well, it's X amount of war, number zero, it's worth 35 cents. Uh, and then because of the internet... Which, by the way, I didn't call bullshit on because I kind of agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought maybe it was worth $2, approach. but, like, uh, uh, it's actually on for sale on eBay. Now, it's in a, it's in a graded... Uh, case so it's, it's right. probably pristine it probably isn't worth quite that much because you know no yeah because i don't live in my grandmother's basement uh but it was on ebay for 110 bucks which you might have a couple of dollars in that in that uh in that box of comics you've been lugging around so you're suggesting out. that we could both have new mics well maybe maybe let's take half a second um i recently went out and um, spent a little bit more money on our gear what I'm interested in is if anybody can actually tell the difference. If you can tell me who sounds different or who you think has a better mic, well, I, like I will send way, you a special prize. I like the way... Is it going to be a copy of Exo Man of War number zero? It may be a copy of Exo Man of War number zero. I'm willing to go that far. I think that's brilliant. It, I will put it in a uh, nice, pretty back or a bag. I'll give it a backer board. I, and, you know, if you're in the Seattle area... Hell, I will deliver it to you personally if you can tell me which of us has the new microphone. I love the, I love that idea. So, a here's what here's what I think we should do is is whoever uh, if you if you think you you know who it is, you should post uh, our name on our Facebook page, and, and that's it. And whoever posts it first, first person to correct. post, first person to be correct wins. Yeah, awesome. It's probably going to be Nathan. I, I expect. Well, Nathan's uh, got a 50-50 chance either way. But. Yeah, so Nathan is, as near as I can tell, um, actually, I, I don't want to say that. We've actually got a lot of feedback lately that we have um, some fairly rabid fans. Well, it could be, so so uh, from two. Three. Elias was the same Oh, way. Elias? Okay, so. Yeah, he was like, why are you guys not making more of this? You sound like you know what you're doing. So there's a three-way split then between Copes, Elias, and Nathan on who's going to get Exo Man of War. Correct. All right, I'm curious about how this is going to end up now. Uh, if I like, okay, let's just take, you want to take a side bet on this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm willing to bet Copes can answer correctly. Oh, Do you man, know why? I don't want to bet against that, 
but dude spent more than 20 bucks on headphones <laughs> yes. uh yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm gonna I, i'll take that bet and i'm gonna go nathan but i'm gonna bet on oh, nathan you're betting because on nathan because you think he'll get it first i think he'll get it first yeah uh i'm texting copes later <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that's not fair that's not fair you can't damn do that. it um so actually let's talk quickly about our buddy elias yeah so Elias uh, works with us. Um, we worked with him back uh, about a year and a half ago, two years. I've been working for the last five years almost. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like when I started back at Microsoft, Elias was on my team. And uh, lately, Elias has gone and started his own business. He's working on getting a distillery online, making um, Greek, infl- or, you know, kind of Greek alcohol. So he's looking at Uzo. He's looking at Grappa. He's looking like I uh, had lunch with him the other day. It sounds really exciting. He's going through all of the paperwork and all of the process to try and get his distillery online. Yeah. And he's starting his own podcast. So um, he's going to walk everybody through the process of getting a business up and running. So if you are actually interested in a podcast that will be well-produced, well-organized, and actually probably teach you something, you should go listen to Elias' podcast. As soon as we get the uh, um, the URL for it, we'll... Uh, Oh, yeah. Post it on the website yep. and let you know. Awesome. I'm super excited to hear about what he does, too. I mean, I, I, I kind of been, uh, when I first heard about his, his new venture over the last a couple months ago, I've kind of been checking in with him uh, occasionally and hearing about what he, where he's at. And I'm, I, I don't know. It's, I think it's awesome. It blows me away. And interestingly enough, he's not our first buddy to go start a, a distillery. Yeah, you got your, your other buddy. Yeah. Uh, Mike went and started one too, uh, which he actually makes some damn fine vodka. I was uh, that that sample you gave me. Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, this is really good." Like, I'm blanking. Not just kind of good, like really good. Yeah, I'm blanking on the name of his distillery uh, right it's now. Blackfish. Blackfish. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, if you're in uh, Auburn, check out the Blackfish Distillery. Swing by, say hi to Mike. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. So what, uh, what's next on our topic? Next, there? we're going to talk about something that is absolutely phenomenally shocking. Comic-Con. I... Oh, right, right, right. Comic-Con well, is out, and uh, like I'm sure you have been just like we totally, doing nothing but Comic-Con. We totally blew the natural segue from comic books into Comic-Con, Comic-Con with a uh, segue into distilleries and then back into Comic-Con. We're clearly... how, are dis- how are distilleries and Comic-Con not related? I, I don't know. I, I if I went to Comic Con, I would probably be drunk every night. Also, so uh, you mean like packs, and that was every night and every day. Well, just except for the, the twelve night. mile run we went on in the morning, that was uh, that was that was sobering. Only eight miles that day, I believe. Was it? Yeah, yeah. No, we could yeah. check. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it was eight eight at the point. So Comic Con, I know you were just like slathering at the mouth. You know everything <sighs> about any kind of comic that's came out in the whole of ever. How much information do you have on Comic Con this year? Almost zero. Uh, the so only, disappointed. The only things that I've really paid attention to is uh, the leaked comic book uh, movies that have uh, have shown out, or or, or trailer the official Comic Con movie trailers that were were. Uh, Are you talking? I think about they were the, initially uh, leaked, and then they became like sort official. of like official because. So you're like, talking about the ones that have like the Adam, the Black Canary, and Rory Pond from Doctor Who. Um, no, the which ones? Oh, right, right. Not that. So no, you're not, talking not about things one. like uh, the Suicide Squad Suicide or Squad, Batman, Batman versus, versus Superman. Superman. And I can't re- What was the one that we were looking at on your phone that was teeny little resolution? Uh, 
when we were down in Portland. And I remember Ooh. that we pulled it up and it was like, you couldn't barely see it, but it was like, oh my God, this, this is actually exists and it's a real thing. And yeah, it was fascinating. I, and I don't, I was, I thought that was the suicide squad one, wasn't it? No, it was something else. It was something, it was the first one and it was leaked and it was, uh, oh man, let me, check. Cool. I, I, you know, I, I started saying this cause I thought you were going to say, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then. Hold you on, look hold blanker on. than you look like you don't even remember me looking over your shoulder looking at no, the video. No, I remember we were in Hooters at the time. We were in Hooters and, at the uh, time. Paul's like, What the shit's wrong with you people? Why are you looking at a uh, video or uh, <laughs> there's better books. stuff there's to look at? Around. Here, yeah. What's wrong with you? Uh, it fe- oh, I know what it was. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Oh, yes, yeah. Deadpool. That yeah. does look awesome. Yes, I think that's <laughs> I actually good. haven't had a chance to go back and look at that um, officially. I, I haven't seen... Uh, all I saw was the teeny crappy, uh, like, on your iPhone recording of somebody in the theater recording it, but then, like, it, it was all scaled way down, and you could, you could just see that, yes, yeah, there's Deadpool. Yeah, so if uh, you have an iPhone and you've ever seen an icon on your iPhone... Imagine something about a quarter of the size of that. Yeah, and that that's was... about the size, and this is roughly what it sounded like. Yeah, it was pretty fucking awesome. And yet, we were still like way into it at the time. Yeah, we're like huddled around a uh, tiny phone, watching a tiny screen, trying to see a trailer that we know will be released within the next forty-eight hours, anyway. So the uh, the what I'm what I'm more ex- well, so the two movies I'm more excited about though, and they're they're both DC comic movies, which. Is haven't sad. been nearly as bad as big as as the Marvel, right? As Marvel's done amazing stuff with their comic book movies, other than it, it, other than the Christian Bale Batman movies, which were, were pretty the, solid. The Dark Knight, and, yeah, uh, the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns, yeah. and I, what was the Dark Knight more? <laughs> Darkest Night, yeah, something like that. Oh uh, wait, no, that was that was Green Lantern. Sorry, right, right. Which Ron Reynolds, but not quite as good. Although uh, I liked it. So everybody uh, pans the Green Lantern, but I kind of liked it. There was things that they did with the Green Lantern movie that I actually enjoyed, and it was Ryan Reynolds, so how are you going to complain? I, I, I'm I, not complaining. I do wish, though, that it had gotten a tiny bit more of a serious treatment with the story because they really gave up on the story in that movie. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the Suicide Squad, though, um, we, we talked about this in the car earlier this week. And I saw the trailer, and I was like, "Oh my god, Suicide Squad! This looks amazing!" Because like it's all dark, and yeah, and it felt it feels like Christopher Nolan. Yeah, it felt it felt very Christopher Nolan-y, And Jared Leto is is the Joker. Looks phenomenal. equivalent to Heath Ledger Heath Ledger's Joker, which was oh. phenomenal, right? Like I would I would have said if she said, "Hey, there's going to be a new guy playing the Joker," I'd have been like, "Yeah, well, you know, Heath Ledger did it. How are you going to beat that?" So uh, honestly. When I saw that incarnation of the Joker, I was like, oh, my God, that like Heath Ledger was like, holy crap, what is going on? This is like the greatest Joker ever. Yeah. There's nobody that could do this better. It's sad that he fucking died. Yeah. And then I'm looking at the new Joker going, ooh, Ooh, this is interesting. This this could be a lot of fun. Yeah. And I really so the trailer really focused a lot on um, Harley Quinn. Uh, and Which, she looks really fascinating. They they really seem to have gone a different direction with her character. She's uh, yeah. She seems less enamored with the Joker. Like I mean, her in her origin story yeah. in the comics, she was sort of a the Joker's psychiatrist and, and went crazy. By the comics, you mean the TV show, which is where she was actually spawned and then later yeah, written into the comics. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but nerd the, plus me. Yeah. Uh, 
there's a scene where it looks like her maybe spelunking and coming out looking normal. And then, so I'm wondering if they're doing some other backstory of like, (laughs) she was a spelunker and had a, yeah, so like, she was scared by bats. Well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking more like the uh, what was that? What was that awesome movie? The uh, the movie about the the cave people. The, oh the, yeah. yeah, yeah, where they climbed down and there were vampires. Yeah, and yeah. So maybe she had something like that happen to her, and so then she went crazy, and now yeah. she's evil. Because right? that would that would crazy my shit up real fast. Yeah, I'd, that movie, like the vampire parts where they're underground. Whatever, it doesn't matter. The scary part was the first 10 minutes when they're climbing through, like, rocks and, like... Oh, it's all pinching them tight and stuff. And all claustrophobic and yeah. shit. And it's like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. So, actually, let's take a tiny, 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 minuscule segue into modifying backstories. Like, your uh, hope, or I mean, you're positing that they're changing her backstory, which is totally possible. Uh, there's a backstory change coming up in the Marvel Universe that I'm actually a little bit more happy with than I would have thought. Um, I'm not sure what you're referring to. I'm talking about the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, yeah, That one looks pretty good, too. Yeah, so I saw the trailer for the Fantastic Four. Uh, I'm not usually a huge Fantastic Four fan, but I really like the idea that it's not they're in space and they got hit with cosmic rays These, and magic happened and right. now they have four separate powers. And now everybody else goes into space over the next 40 years but never gets hit by cosmic rays. So. Exactly. So, like, now it looks like they've modified the backstory a whole ton on the Fantastic Four. I'm guessing that Sue Storm is uh, adopted, so not the biological sister of uh, Johnny Storm. Why? Why are you guessing that? Mostly because she's white and Johnny's black, and oh right, yeah, their dad is black, and so, so it seems probably... that there is probably some adoption going on here. Right. Which I was actually happy to see that they went that way with it, because it would be like, eh. It feels too stereotypical to go the other way, right? Yeah, it just like, feels like they're like, the other way. Just feels like a cop out. They're yeah. like, so I, I like what they did there. If that's in fact what they did, I don't know yet. But the we got our powers from interdimensional travel because some weird shit went down where we were in some other dimension. That, that's see, badass. See, to me, that feels a little bit more like uh, I, I like that better because interdimensional travel. We don't know anything about that. Yep. It's, it's potentially possible, but it, who knows what could happen to you in another dimension. It's also why I feel like uh, the Hulk storyline has always needed a little help. We know what gamma rays do to you. They tear your shit up and you die. Yes. Now, yeah. if they were to say that the Hulk was a mutant or that it wasn't gamma rays, that some weird thing happened and he got hit with... Some, uh, some new kind of experimental radiation, yeah. blah, blah, or blah. Or that blah, he blah. was modifying the uh, Captain America formula, the super soldier... Serum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, all those things I buy, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it does appear that uh, we are doing interesting things these days with uh, origin stories and actually making them much more engaging. Yeah, I kind of liked in the... Um, I felt in, like, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man when they retro-conned it a little bit so that the uh, web so shooters, the web shooters were, built in. were built in. Like, it was part of his mutation. That seemed more real. Like, I well, was able to buy that more than... The kid in his basement was able to engineer the web shooter. This is something that I didn't realize until I was an adult. Peter Parker and Aunt May grew up, like, abjectly poor because, you know, Aunt May didn't have a lot of money, Ben died, and they were doing their best to get by. It was Meanwhile, Peter's a genius inventor and yeah. can't seem to make any money off of that. He goes up into his room, or his aunt's room, grabs, like, her um, perfume mister off the table and goes, oh, shit, yeah, I can build uh, things that... I can build these little things that sit on my wrist that shoot out ropes, that shoot out web, like uh, big nets yep. that are flexible but tensile strength. Like, 
there's no way I could sell that to the fire department, the police department, or any other like yeah agency that would want to yeah it's just stop my people secret safely. secret thing that I'm gonna like keep to myself and uh, and be poor. Yeah, it's entirely possible he's just a shitty businessman. That's possible. Yeah. So back to the Suicide Squad. Yeah, looks awesome. I, I, and there's uh, there's other stuff. I mean, like um, uh, uh, Deadshot and Killer Croc, which I I. If somebody said, hey, they're putting Killer Croc in a movie, I'd be like, that's a bad idea. But it looks like they've done it pretty well. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's kind of the same thing as Guardians of the Galaxy. If anybody told me they were making a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, my answer would have been, is that the Star Jammers? <laughs> yeah, who? exactly. What? Uh, you mean Scott Summers, Dad? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, I watched the uh, Suicide Squad trailer, super stoked, super excited about it. But I do have one major critique, and I'm having a hard time disambiguating this for me, whether it's... I've just been a long-time Marvel fan, and I'm not willing to give DC the benefit of the doubt. But they've already brought the Suicide Squad into Arrow. And Amanda Waller's in Arrow, and they're not doing any continuity. It's like Arrow and Flash are happening in a universe over here, and the Suicide Squad and probably the Christopher Nolan Batman are happening in a universe over there. In nowhere are they connected. And for some reason, this frustrates the shit out. I'm, I'm going to enjoy the movie. But it frustrates the shit out of me that uh, DC hasn't looked at what Marvel's doing and gone, hold on, Marvel has tie-ins for all of their major movies, all of their TV shows, and everything is connected in a big universe that is internally consistent and everything's happy. Like, how many times did DC fracture their universe? Uh, they had to, like, have the crisis on infinite Earths to unfracture it, which tells me that they fractured an infinite amount of times. If I did that math correctly. Uh, hold on. Let me integrate. And, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think DC may have missed an opportunity here, but I mean, if they, if they decide that we have a TV universe and a movie universe and they just maintain some internal consistency there, because like, which feels like what they're doing because it, it's entirely possible because the, uh, and I, Heath, if you're listening, uh, I'm sorry for all the shit I gave you. The new Superman movie was actually good. It was, and and it does. Then they're drawing that straight into the new Superman versus Batman. Have, right. you, have you seen that trailer? I have not seen that trailer. Yet. So I, I, what I'm unsure of. So so here's here, so they are, they are definitely tying in, uh, Suicide Squad with the new with Superman and Batman. Okay. Uh, because Ben Affleck's apparently making a uh, Batman appearance in the in Suicide Squad. Okay. I thought uh, I saw some Batman stuff yeah. in there. What I don't know is if um batman like christopher sorry if uh if the the new batman ties back in with the old christopher nolan batman and it doesn't seem like it does it feels like where where the christopher nolan storyline ended it felt like batman was kind of done and robin was maybe going to take over um in the trailer what nightwing in the trailer it feels like they may even be retconning Batman's history a little bit in that there's something they made some illusions of his family gets killed like his wife and kids get killed by some accident that happened that Superman did and that's why he hates Superman or something to that really? effect. Yeah. Wow. I um, would be But well hmm. there was also a flashback showing you know his parents getting killed too right so so it almost seems like maybe the parents get killed and then he had the Superman family killing and then he became Batman but it's really hard to, it's hard to say from watching the trailer huh. what they're going to do like, I'm interested to see how that plays out because yeah. I mean it might it might be and I, again I have no data I'm making shit up as I go along 
it may be that Bruce Wayne isn't Batman. Uh, no, they, 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 Bruce Wayne's Batman. Oh, definitely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cause I could almost see a, uh, like Batman incorporated style thing that they went with where Bruce was done, but he was training like it, Robin was Nightwing and right, didn't want to take right. on the mantle. So he trained a new guy. No, it definitely seems like, um, Bruce, Ban- Bruce Wayne is, is Batman. I think they reference Bruce Wayne's name and Batman and yada, yada, yada. Did um, anybody say Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, yo? Yo. No? Uh, nobody said that. No. Oh, damn it. Um, I watched Phantoms specifically because of that line. Uh, Phantoms, it the ones where Ben Affleck is a um, like a sheriff and they get stuck Dean in a Walmart um, knockoff movie. He may yeah. have been a sheriff. In, yeah, and I can't. It was so shitty. I don't remember what happened. Yeah, I'm positive I saw that too. <sighs> yeah. God, I hate the movies I watch. All right, what's our next topic? So, uh, Superman versus Batman was actually the very next topic. So oh. that was uh, yeah, I knew that. That's why, I, that's why I brought that was an up. impressive segue. Yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> I, I I did it. And segue like a motherfucker. Um, did you have any more on the Superman versus Batman? No, not until the show more. Is there any I, chance? I'm, I'm, is there I'm, any chance that Brandon Ruth is going to show up as Superman, uh, or maybe show up as the Atom? That would be <laughs> awesome. Actually, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, I like your suit," or something, because yeah. that would be, you know. See, that's why they can't. That's why they can't cross over the TV and the movies. Brandon Ruth already played Superman. Now like, he's playing Adam with the Flash and Green Arrow. Right. Right. So. I know that officially ends all of our actual topics, and you're in a hurry to get out of here because you're going to go run Ragnar. Yeah. Uh, but I do think we should take half a second to recognize the impressive YouTube video that we saw this week that just made me wish that I had more time on my hands. Um, nom, 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 nom. Which one? I'm talking okay. about the guy with the bow and arrow. Oh, my God. Yeah, that guy. Do you yeah. remember what his name was? Rod? Was no, it, no, that wasn't it. Was, it was... Uh, so I Rex. saw a video... It, it felt like an R name for some reason. I saw a Reed. video of a guy who was doing things with a bow and arrow that were just phenomenally should, shocking. Should be impossible. Should be impossible. We're talking things that make Hawkeye and Green Arrow look like they don't know what the shit they're doing with a bow. Well, it seemed like... Well, okay, hang on. Just to be clear. So he was doing things like running and jumping while shooting the bow and arrow and shooting uh, multiple arrows in rapid succession, right? But um, while he was doing that, he looked like a complete retard. That's, that's, my, that's my analysis on it. Uh, he didn't have any style or grace while he was doing it. Well, so he definitely had a style. I will admit that he did not have any grace. <laughs> There's that, yeah. So uh, am, uh, you're having trouble focus. You're having trouble talking while you type, aren't you? Well, He's iPhoning. I'm, I'm trying, trying to. I'm trying to hold my beer, type into my iPhone, and make sure I'm talking into the mic. Right. And Don't it's t- like because uh, nobody knows this about me, but I'm super OCD about um, being close enough to the mic, and it frustrates the shit out of me when I'm listening to the podcast later and somebody's talking and it goes like this, and then they come back and it goes like this, and then you're like, "What the? So what happened there? Why were you so far away from the damn mic?" <laughs> so what I wonder is if when you're listening to the podcast again later, you're going to notice that you did that like four times today. Yeah, I did it that <laughs> time intentionally. The rest of the time, I'm like, I can feel like 
So the, you're gonna notice it because I actually. So I almost never notice it when it happens, but I actually noticed you do it like three times earlier today, and I was I was gonna bust your balls on it, but then I was like, ah, I'm gonna let it slide. But since you brought it up, yeah. So it's Lars Anderson. Is oh yeah, the, Lars. That's yeah, it. Lars Anderson. Uh, you all should go check out the YouTube video of Lars Anderson because you will sit there at the same time you're going, oh my god, that is the most impressive thing ever. How can you look like such a jackass doing it? The 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 most impressive at the end of the video was where he had his back turned. Somebody shot an arrow. He turned around and shot it out of the damn sky. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he shot an arrow out of the sky that he, was being shot at him. Yes. Now we don't suggest you do that at home unless you're a person that we don't like. Yeah. In which case, totally try that. Uh, but yeah, it was shockingly hard. Yeah. Um. So uh, you mentioned, and this could be the last thing. We're gonna wrap up here. Um, I am running Ragnar this weekend. Correct. And, uh, it's going to be like something. I don't know. I'm running somewhere between 10 and 20 miles. Uh, so what okay. I'm planning on doing is because uh, I'll have a bunch of time by myself. Um, I'm going to go to audible.com, download a uh, book on, you know, an audible book, and I'll, I'll listen to that while I run. So if you're going to do that, please go to audibletrial.com slash, slash tech garage. Audibletrial.com slash tech garage. Yeah. And I believe and, if you do that, what do you get there? What can you get? So uh, that will get you a 30-day free trial of Audible. You get your first book free. And if you like it, you st- keep st- you sign up. And then you have every month you get a new book. See, I'm going to go there and get a free book. And the great thing about it, actually, and this is like literally really cool, is once you get that book, you I haven't own read that 50 book Shades indefinitely. Of ah, so I want to hurt you. <laughs> but yeah, like... Uh, that would make it awkward to run, though, really. That'd be fine. <laughs> I've got a number of Audible books that I've had for years because after you purchase a book, it's yours. There's no weird DRM. There's nothing that makes it hard. You just have that book indefinitely. Yeah. So yeah, check out audible.com, audibletrial.com slash techgarage. Help us out a little bit. And uh, I think, oh yeah, there it is. Can everybody else hear that music? I hope so. I don't know if this is actually our outro music, is it? It's not. We need to do some uh, work. Interestingly, as everybody else hears this, it will be the right outro music, yeah. so they might be thinking, what are we going to hear next week? Yeah. Don't worry, this is actually what you're going to hear. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we will see you all in a week. <laughs>